Let's pray. Lord, oh, Holy Father, as we come to this time, time of communion, time to celebrate the Lord's death, time to celebrate Jesus and his time on the cross, that we remember his body that was given and his blood that was shed. Please guide our time, bless this time, that it would make much of you. Jesus, it's in your great name we pray. Amen. Open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. We're going to be starting in verse 18 and focusing on verse 21. Every week here at Grace Bible Church, we get the opportunity and the privilege to celebrate the Lord's table. And we get to remember Jesus. We take a a little cracker that represents his body and we take a, a little cup of juice that represents his blood that was shed. We take these elements and we remember Jesus' suffering and dying on the cross. And this morning, we're going to do that from the very beginning of the New Testament. While Jesus was yet still in Mary's womb. Please follow along as I read, starting in verse 18, and we'll be focusing on verse 21. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man, not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. In verse 21, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Here, Joseph has been told by an angel that his virgin wife-to-be is pregnant by divine action. Then in verse 21, He's told that this child will be a son, and he's commanded to name this child Jesus. The name Jesus is the Greek form of the Old Testament name Joshua, or in Hebrew, Yeshua, meaning Yahweh saves. All men who had this fairly common name, by their name alone, testified of God's salvation. But this boy with this name, was different. In verse 21, Joseph was told why this boy must be named Jesus. Verse 21 says, For he will save his people from their sins. His name is not simply going to testify that Yahweh saves. This boy will actually be the one doing the saving. Here, We're told before Jesus was even born that he himself, he alone will save his people from their sins. I want you to notice in this verse that Jesus is going to save his people. He's not going to save all people. Those that are his possession, his sheep are the ones that he's going to save. For someone to need saving, someone to need rescuing, that means that there's a problem, a dire problem. 
This verse tells us that Jesus is going to save his people from their sins. Sin is an offense against God. It is rebellion and hostility towards God. Every time we fail to glorify God with thought, word, or deed, we sin. And every single sin against a perfectly holy God deserves his judgment and his punishment. He will sentence sinners to an eternity in hell. No one is perfect. Everyone has sinned. And God would be right and just to send every one of us, every single person in the human race, to hell forever. And that puts every single person in the human race in a very damning and hopeless position before a holy God. But God is a rescuing God. God is a saving God. And in his sovereignty, he sent his son into the world to save his people from their sins. To accomplish this salvation, Jesus went to the cross to suffer and die. To bear the sins for his people, he was their substitute. He went in their place. He went to satisfy God's wrath for them. And they are forgiven. If you're here today and by your own admission, you don't believe this, you'd admit that you're not saved or you don't need saving. You would say you've never turned from your sin and turned to Christ. Then we ask that when the the juice and the cracker, those elements come, that you would just simply pass them by. This is a time for believers, time for believers to celebrate and proclaim the Lord's death to remember. However, you are a sinner and you need saving. Jesus has not gone in your place. And this means that you will bear the wrath of God for your own sin when you stand before the Lord. So please turn, turn from your sin. Turn right now. Turn to Christ Come ask me or any one of the other pastors or perhaps the person who brought you what that looks like, what that means. We'd love to have that conversation with you. If you're here and you would say that you are a believer, but your heart has been hardened by sin, confess that sin right now. Confess it. Let go of it. Pray the Lord would help you to soften your heart and turn and join us. Believer, in this one verse, We go from incarnation to salvation. We go from Yahweh stepping into this world to Yahweh saving his people. We know that this saving act will result in Jesus' death at the cross. And none of us deserve to be saved. And there's nothing that we could do or have done or will do that could satisfy God's wrath for our own sin. But Yahweh saves sinners. And while Jesus was still in Mary's womb, it was announced that he would be the Savior. And for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He endured the shame, the pain, and the wrath to be your substitute. He saved you. And now you get to rejoice in that salvation that he accomplished on your behalf at the cross. 
When your hearts are prepared, please take communion on your own.